Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Join us now. Uh, he covered the Detroit Tigers minor league system for a couple of decades. Also a member of the National Football Foundation and Football Writers Association of America. His name is John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media. Johan, my good man, how are you? How's life? How are things, partner? You know, Anthony, you would think with spring training kind of blossoming in front of us, pitchers and catchers reporting and all that, that this, this would be a, a good time for baseball fans. You would think, right? You would you would think so. I mean, we had a really good conversation last week with uh, Detroit Tigers catcher Jake Rogers. I mean, that was a that was a lot of fun. He seemed like he was primed at the pump and ready to go and uh, comfortable. And uh, I think a lot of folks are just really you know really excited that that is you know that baseball's back on the docket, if you will. Yeah, and and that that's a hundred percent and totally legitimate. I get that, but I got to tell you that I have a concern about baseball in general and it it stems with free agency okay really well you did drop a name on us last week so (laughs) yeah but you know the thing is it's just too easy there are just too many names out there and i mean we're talking big big names out there okay you know, and I know that in recent years, there have been free agents that have signed really close to the start of, of opening day. Uh, I mean, it, Tiger fans can remember when J.D. Martinez signed with Boston uh, 2018, I want to say, something like that, 2018, 2019, uh, a, big, a big contract with the Red Sox. Uh, Bryce Harper and uh, Manny Machado both signed very, very late in the offseason. I mean, not really even the offseason. They signed an uh, end-of-February deal. So that's becoming a trend. And I don't know about you, Anthony. And I, you know what? Let me tee you up because I'm betting you can think what I think about that. Does that bother you? I mean, this year there are still some big free agents out there. Blake Snell, best best starting pitcher out there by a lot. That was the name Jordan, you dropped last week. Jordan Montgomery, right behind him, had a great World Series. Cody Bellinger, that's a that's a bat. Matt Chapman, that's another good bat. Any team that signs any one of those four guys is going to get better immediately. I mean significantly better immediately. So why aren't those guys signed? But the real question I have for you, Anthony, is does that bother you? Um, does it bother me? Well, I'm trying to look at it from a GM standpoint, right? So you've got some you got you've got some big name guys out there. You mentioned uh, a bat, so you know, we you know, Joey Votto, Cody Bellinger, uh, Evan Longoria, a couple of names, you know, to throw in the mix. Uh, Mike Clevenger, there's another arm. Uh, J.D. Martinez, right, former Tiger. I think there's a couple of factors here, right? In a, in a few of those guys that I mentioned, Liam Hendricks, uh, you know, there's there's another guy who's out there. I think that what, you know, if I'm a major league GM, I'm looking at it like this. We have our group of guys that we are signed right now. Let's go into spring training, right? Let's take a look and see how 
if we can make it out of spring training in one piece just to see kind of where we're at from an injury standpoint, right? So let's see, you know, how we finish up from injuries, how much money we have available, who might have shown up in spring training that maybe we weren't necessarily uh, prepared for, and, and maybe a name that might kind of stick out, uh, a young guy that might we might be able to work into the lineup that maybe we see some more value in by getting them on the diamond now uh, versus waiting for later, right? And the first name that comes to my mind is a guy like Colt Keith, for example. So if you're looking around and you're and you're looking at you know just positionally, I'll just say you know just in just to generalize, right? We'll go right. infield, yeah, no, and and you said you. and you said Matt Chapman, right? Infielder there at third yeah. base. His market value right now, according to Spotrack, is right around $17 million. If I'm the Tigers, do I want to spend $17 million or $15 million this season on this player or give those reps to a guy like Colt Keith, who you're looking to develop, who's going to need major league time? I guess that's maybe, if I'm a GM, that's what I'm looking at and kind of why maybe some of these big name, big price tag free agents are still kind of hanging around. Well, here's here's the thing, and and I get that some of this is driven by numbers. Some of this is driven by one name, and we let's and and you got to be kind of careful here when we're throwing out names. In my mind, there are four four elite prospects or elite um, uh, free agents out there, and we can def- elite means these are additions that make your team better the moment they put on your uniform, okay? And and those four are two hitters, Chapman and Bellinger, and two pitchers, Montgomery and Snell. I don't care what team you are. You add those guys, you're better. Even if you're the Dodgers, even if you're the Braves, you add one of those four guys, your team is better. The problem is, and not, not the problem, the issue is, I believe all four of those are Scott Boris uh, free agents. And Scott Boris is a max value, you know, hard to deal with kind of guy. So that makes things tricky. There are some teams that just don't want to deal with Scott Boris, period, and a sentence. You know, I, they they don't care who Scott Boris might be delivering. They they want no part of that. There are teams that go that way. Uh, it has been much to the Tigers' advantage through the years that they are not one of those teams. Uh, Pudge Rodriguez is the name that always sticks out to me. When he signed as a Boris candidate with the Tigers, he made the Tigers a different and better team by a lot. I mean, he that that 2006 Renaissance wasn't entirely Ivan Rodriguez, but Pudge played a role in it. You got to be you got to be certain of that. So that's part of it. Part of it is also you you mentioned some other names that have some issues, whether it's Joey Votto's age or Mike Clevenger's injury, or you know, there's there's a bunch of guys, but there are so many of them. So many. And, and that just bothers me. And I'll tell you why. If, if for one reason, basically, if you want baseball to be the best product it can be, you want all 
30 teams to be as good as they can get. These guys are major leaguers. They need to be signed and on major league teams, okay? just They just have to. You are not putting your best product out there on the field if these guys are not either standing on a mound or standing in the field or standing in the batter's box. It's just not your best product. And, and I understand you brought up Colt Keith, so let's, let's go that route, okay? Yeah, the Tigers have put a lot of money in the Colt Keith basket. And so much, in fact, that they are expecting him to, to be on their major league roster. And he's got to be a son. If, if you're paying the guy that much money, he's got to be playing every day. He has to be. Period. End of sentence. If Colt Keith, let's make him your starting third baseman, okay? Although I would, my guess is that it's more likely he's the Tigers' starting second baseman, but that's a guess. Mm-hmm. So let's let's say he's your starting. I, I'd like to say third base, though, because it we can go here to the Chapman uh, analogy there, okay? So I I understand probably going to play second, but hang with me for a second. If he's playing third. Or Matt Chapman is playing third. Okay? You're a Tiger fan. Which is the better option at third base? If you, if it's, and, and again, I understand you want Colt Keith to play second. But let's say he's your guy at third. Is Matt Chapman the guy who makes your team better or Colt Keith? Uh, I would I would say Matt Chapman because we we've you, got, we've got the we've got the guy that you know he's got the major league experience. Uh, this is somebody that you can look at a former first rounder uh, back in 2014. I mean this guy this guy can play. I mean his WAR is 31 for the advanced analytics crowd out there. You know his, his right. average I mean, is his 240 power, career. Like the, his, a guy can do his it. Power numbers are down a little bit, but the guy is a Gold Glove third baseman. I mean he's a Gold Glover at third base. So you improve your defense at third base dramatically where you add him there. Is Cole Keith, Cole Keith considered a gold glover at, at third or second? Either one. No. Uh, no. He's, he's, it, it's his bat that's bringing him to the major league. And might he have a better offensive year than Matt Chapman this year? He might. All right, you want to bet your season on that? I don't know because we don't – uh, it literally, I don't know, but also I don't no. Um, I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. You know, you'd rather have a a proven product, a proven commodity there. But this, to me, this and you mentioned Scott Boris. Like this does to me kind of feel like a little bit of that financial game. Like, do you want to play, or you know, do you want to you pay for that kind of play there from Matt Chapman, where his market value is going to be sitting around eighteen million? Yeah, uh, you're you're taking a little bit of a gamble there. I get it. I get it, but you're already taking a gamble with Colt Keith. So, you know, it, it's how much gambling do you want to do? So, and, and I'm not telling you that the Tigers should sign Matt Chapman. Let let me be clear here, okay? Let me be clear. I'm just saying. Well, you know what? Let's go with one of the pitchers, okay? And let's let's just say let's just use Blake Blake Snell. Okay, because we I think we can all agree that that is an elite starting pitching arm. Any team, any 
team in baseball, every one of them would be better if Colt Keith was in their or Colt Keith. Blake Snell was in their rotation. Everyone is better. It costs you money. I get it. It costs you a lot of money, probably. But not knowing where that guy's going to pitch as the start of spring training begins, to me, is just, that's a pox on the sport. Let's go to your favorite sport, Anthony, the NFL. Mm -hmm. How many free agent guys, and I mean elite, big-time free agents, are still out there as as the team is a couple weeks away from their first exhibition game? How often does that happen? Very, very rarely. I mean, Pro Football Focus just put out their top 150 list, and you know, we're everybody is already grocery shopping, right? Yeah. You know, we all we already want to know, but the salary cap in that sport plays such a role uh, where it just doesn't in baseball, and it feels to me like Uh, you know, teams it does, but it's a much more subtle way. I mean, for example, let's go with the Angels last year. The Angels had salary cap issues. They went over. Their their team then went south. So they had to suddenly have a fire sale and get rid of players so they could go under. They're not going to spend like that again. So there's one destination a guy isn't going to go just because they don't want to get over the luxury tax threshold. The the Mets are another one. The Mets have the, the largest total salary base in, in the sport. And and they could they use Blake Snell in their rotation? Oh, oh, show. But you know they may be kicking the tires on it. He may end up there, but if he does, the Mets have basically said, you know what, the luxury tax is what it is. We'll pay whatever we have to pay because we have to have a good team in here, and we have to to do that. We have to sign Blake Snell. So don't don't discount. That that it's not a hard salary cap, but those luxury tax issues do affect some teams. And and other teams, here's here's the other thing. I know people hate the salary cap in football, but oh, I the love good it. news is well, most teams pay close to it. You know, you don't have a team like Pittsburgh. Or, you know, I mean, pick whatever team is pitching pennies, Oakland, I guess, that says, you know what, we're going to stink this year. We know it, you know it. So we're going to stink on the Chiefs this year. And there, uh, whatever the salary, uh, the, whatever the luxury tax maximum is, they don't, they don't spend one second of one day worrying about being there. But having said that, are they also a candidate to sign any one of those four guys? Who heck, they could probably sign all four and still be safely under the salary test, the, the luxury test, safely. But are they going to? They won't sign one of them. They won't even think about. It. And it, it that part bothers me, right? Uh, because then you have yeah. the cheapskate owners where you know the fans get cheated, and it's, so I mean that's why Oakland's losing a team, right? I mean, if you don't want to pay, like, wh- wh- why do we even have a, a team there, right? I mean, we want the best, most competitive product out there, and if you're not going to do that, well, then humbug, you're out. Right. Yeah. And and I mean, I can tell you, living here in Minnesota, people are angry at the Twins who they think 
you know, that was a team that won the division. Now I get it. It was, they were the best of a bad lot, but they've definitely taken steps back this year. They really haven't solved any issues and they've had several issues created. Their starting pitching is far inferior to what it was last year. And they're spending less money and that's by design. And people don't like that. People don't like that. They, they want you to be competitive. And if that means you have to spend some money, get your wallet out. Amen to that. That's what they need to be doing. We need to get some wallets out. We need some free agents. We got to get some of those free agents in Detroit. Huh? How about that? His name is John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media. Johan, my good man. Appreciate the time this morning. As always, look forward to talking to you next week, partner. Sounds like a plan. I hope you and your listeners have a great week.